Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs and uh, Joanna is distancing me today. She's, uh, she's at home. I set her up on the text line at home on her computer there. So she'll be answering your texts from home, which is great help because last week we had lots of callers, lots of text in. So we got you covered on both ends. Uh, myself here in the studio and Joanna at home in the luxury of her homestead down there in the south end of town with her answering all the texts for us. So nice and cool out still. It's it's kind of amazing. Typically I, I plant pansies out front of the store and uh and this year with this minus 15 out, it just there's no way I'm gonna do that. And when we used to grow all our pansies when I was the grower down at Sunnyside there, we would uh Always April 1st sort of thing. That was sort of typically when we moved out the crop of pansies outside. I don't know if it would have been this cold if we would have done it. I remember they used to get frozen solid a few times, but this is a, this one's pretty cold. So anyways, um, and just an update for anybody who's wondering about our garden center. We are still open, but we're not open to the public. We've, we're trying to get everything up online. Um, and I just want to thank everybody for the huge response so far of calling and texting and also using our online store. Um, and we're, we're working hard on getting that. We're getting deliveries out like crazy. I know I'm doing lots. Brad, Mark, Shane, we're all uh, pitching in, getting all the deliveries out. So just flattening the curve. Eh? We just, I was, uh, it was bugging me every day. So I know we didn't have to close. We're somewhat considered essential because we supply food and and uh, seeds, but we can do it without uh, being in direct contact. So that was uh, our our choice. And uh, as a as a group, we made that decision to help flatten the curve here in Calgary and still get your gardening that you need online. So uh, by all means, uh, it's just www.siugc.ca, and you're able to go in there and have uh, everything online. You can just shop. Uh, from the comfort of your own home, and then we deliver it right to your house. And we're we're pretty much on next same day or next day delivery. We've been pounding it out pretty good, so um, I know we're working hard on trying to to keep up on it. And uh, and so far we've been able to do that. So again, thank you so much for that. And uh, and as we go along, we'll be adding more and more stuff to that online store. All right, I'm going to go to the phone lines, and we have Tracy on the line. Good morning, Tracy. Hi, good morning, Merle. How are you um, doing? Oh, good, good. It's a nice morning. So, um, well, I guess it's all relative, right? <laughs> but, but it's foggy and kind of you know, You know um, what, Tracy? I kinda, I, I, I'm kind of thankful in some ways because I think this is helping us flatten the curve a bit too with it being cool out. It keeps people inside a bit more, and if it was plus 20 or plus 15 or whatever, everyone would just be everywhere, right? So it's just, this, I hope, is helping us. So let's uh, try and be, try and get some positives out of this cold weather, so. That's right. That's right. I think we all agree on that, Merle. Awesome. So um, kind of along that line, Merle, um, I had noticed that people were um, just kind of starting to get some vegetables yep. growing in the house. and. A few things I've noticed 
is that people are taking like a romaine lettuce and lopping it off four inches, a salary. So I also did it. Yeah. Now what I have is I have a romaine lettuce with a big sprout in the middle. I have like six balls of salary with a big sprout in the middle. Yep. And now what? I have no roots on the bottom. So can you just walk us through this? Yeah. Don't on, online. Uh, people don't know what to do now. I've seen some really good... Um results from this and I've and I've seen some really poor <laughs> results from this as well um, in watching it I've done some lemon and I did a video online the other day I'm doing a pineapple at home same thing trying it um, basically when you start seeing the growth up top I would are you you just have yours sitting in water right now right Tracy or yeah I just put them in a very low level of water and yeah. refresh it every day yep yeah. And that's that's perfect. But what you can do if you're starting to get growth up top, I would almost look at just putting it right into a, a pot of soil, and then and just. I don't mean to, even though I'm sorry, Merle, even though I'm not seeing any roots at all on the base of the the bundle. Yeah, because it'll 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 produce roots into the soil the same way. As long as you're keeping it, don't keep it soaking wet, but keep it fairly moist. Um, okay. And then you're going to be able, I would try one, if you have a couple things going, try a couple in soil, because I've seen better results out of the soil, because the soil has more nutrients in it, and it'll get the roots going a bit more, too. Oh, okay, okay. Because otherwise right. you're well, just right in water, or you might even <laughs> want to try like a 10, 52, 10, like just a very small amount of it into the water, and that'll help just get that high middle number to help get it going. Because okay. really, when you're growing plants, it's really what's, that's the only food source. If it's just sucking straight water, um, there's nothing left. It's just using what's left inside it um, to oh, grow. And a lot of vegetables that, unfortunately, when they're produced in grocery stores and things like that, they, they have a lot of um, nutrients to push up upper growth, right? So once they right. use that, they won't be growing the, as much roots. I'm working with a guy on a on a veggie project, and and he created this soil, and I, and as I get more along, I'll be very uh, I can't wait to start sharing more of it. But he you, know, you don't even ever have to fertilize. He just has a soil once, and he just starts it all from this special soil, and he has a different mix for different types of crops, and just basically water, and it's it's just interesting. So it all starts at the soil. So that's something I know we've been saying here a lot on the show over the last few years. It's just good soil, and then you're going to see the results up top. So so why don't you try a couple? Try the celery and maybe one of the lettuce or something in soil and leave one in water and sort of, and you can can help me out. You can call me back and fill me in what's going on. Maybe text me a couple pictures. Okay, sounds good. And one other really quick one. Yep. I I mean, I've got all my seeds. I'm ready to go, but I just wanted to get some of those little fun things started in the house. Yep. So um, I threw a garlic bulb. Um, it was actually already sprouting. It was a yep. Canadian bulb, and it was already sprouting. Um, sprouting. Sorry. So I just um, put it in the water beside the salary. Well, I now have in only like three days, I have about six inches of top growth and about two and a half inches of roots. Yeah, I would get well, that into can- soil right away. You can split that up, and you can get that into soil. And like inside or not outside yet? No, right, inside, Merle? inside. In your pots, keep it in the... Just, so many people make the mistake is when we're doing seeding, and I know Joanna and I have done a couple of videos on, on, our, on our website, on Facebook and Instagram TV. Um, it's just, 
you get too much heat, they, as soon as you start seeing the growth up top, it, that's the time you got to remove those plastic covers, start cooling them off, remove the bottom heat, because otherwise they will just shoot up and get real long and leggy on you. So right. definitely I, get, I put that, that garlic. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. And if there's any um, places where you... Um, on these warmer days, we're going to have a couple warming days, warmer days coming up, not a lot, um, because even the next two-week forecast doesn't look great. We've had we have a few days, but on those on some of those days where it's plus eight, plus nine, put them outside for a few hours, just to cool them off, because a lot of the crops like lettuce, they they don't want it super hot, so. Right. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, well, I'll follow up with uh, these little in- indoor experiments. Please do. Thanks, no, I, I look forward to it, and uh, and that would be awesome to see, and uh, and we can help people. I've seen some people try and do carrots with it, like they just grow it right from the top. Um, but if you if anybody's looking for something easy to grow, Tracy, right now too, radishes is, is a is a nice one you can do inside. Just do small amounts at a time, but you can do them in a window box or something, a row of them. And you'll have radishes in two or three weeks. So, oh, that sounds excellent. I yeah. think we're all looking forward to that. And, and that's what discouraged me a bit about this whole seed craze, too. I think um, a lot of people are just jumping full blast, and we're going to get... We need to we need to create more successes with people, too, right? Because some seeds are easy to grow. Some take a long time. And if you just don't have the room... Like, I, I did one pack of lettuce... And I have enough lettuce seed growing right now for, for about six months, right? So you gotta we gotta be careful how much we grow as well. To, otherwise, you yeah. Know what I, Earl, I think that's a really important point: is that people have to be successful, and because people are concerned about scarcity and yep. whatever, it's driving them to do their gardening, and and that's a positive thing. Absolutely. And, but like you said, you know, people have to be successful, so. There's an opportunity for, you know... Well, the last thing you want to do... Yeah, there's the last thing you want to do is something good, and then it just doesn't work, and then all of a sudden you're just, oh, my God, no, it is ending. No, it's not. Like, we just got to start with the right things. Um, Lettuce, radishes, some carrots, things like that are fairly easy to grow, um, rather than starting with peppers or something like that that take a while. So, and yeah, I'm sorry, Tracy, I got to go. I got a break for the Prime Minister Trudeau's online, so I'm going to pass it over to Kevin right now. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Merle. And uh, everybody else on the line, uh, you can stay on the line or uh, call back. Uh, the Prime Minister might be taking uh, several minutes to recap uh, what the federal government is doing in its ongoing battle against the COVID 19 uh, pandemic. Uh, unlike yesterday, when we had details as to what he might be addressing regarding uh, aid for the homeless, as well as uh, people in domestic violence or uh, abuse situations, we don't know what details or what announcements will be coming this morning. Uh, but once again, we will now go live to uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's address outside of Rideau Cottage in Ottawa. This weekend, truck drivers, uh, grocers, uh, pharmacists, uh, and health professionals, as usual, thank you, thank you. Today, I would also like to thank our farm workers who are feeding our families. You are going through some particularly difficult times, but it's thanks to you that we can uh, stay at home in confidence, knowing that you are working to feeding our families and our communities, and we really, really appreciate everything you're doing for us, and we will be there to support you. Over the past few weeks, 
We've all had to make changes to keep each other safe and healthy, and it's a big adjustment. While we still have a lot of work to do, we're making good progress on getting you the support you need as quickly as possible. And that's what I want to start with today. Earlier this week, we announced more details on how you can access the Canada Emergency Response Benefit if you've lost your job or your paycheck. Starting tomorrow, you'll be able to sign up to receive this support by going to canada.ca. If you choose to direct deposit, you will get a first payment within three to five days. If you choose to receive your benefit by mail, you'll get money within the next 10 days. Earlier this week, we shared more details on the manner in which you can obtain the emergency benefit, uh, response benefit if you've lost your job or your paycheck. Starting tomorrow, you can go to canada.ca to register. If you opt for the direct deposit, it'll take three to five days to receive your first payment in your bank account. If you choose to receive your benefit by mail, it can take up to some 10 days. ...to keep your spirits up these days. But one thing that should give us all hope is the way we've come together as a country. Crises such as this one test the limits of our solidarity. And in these difficult times, we've seen businesses step up to help protect our healthcare workers. We've seen doctors and nurses come out of retirement. We've seen people raise money for local food banks, check on their friends, and help our most vulnerable. Many of you may be wondering how you can help, and I want to remind you that the very best thing you can do to fight this pandemic is to follow public health recommendations. Wash your hands and stay at home, except for critical things like getting groceries or medications, and try to make that trip only once a week. And if you do have to go out, keep a safe distance of at least two meters with others. That's how you can keep doing your part. Well, for those of you with specialized skills looking to help our frontline workers, we do want to hear from you. Health Canada is building an inventory of specialized work volunteers that provinces and territories can draw on to provide more support to our healthcare workers. This could include tracking cases and tracing contact, as well as collecting and reporting data. If you can help, please sign up online at canada.ca slash coronavirus. Applications will be open until April 24th. We're also offering full-time jobs to all reservists in the Canadian Forces. We're contacting reservists across the country to see if they're interested and offering them the same pay and benefits as regular force personnel for the coming months. Bolstering the military's ranks will help offset some of the economic consequences of COVID-19 and ensure that our communities are well supported. Dans cette crise, chaque geste in this crisis, every act counts. If you refuse to follow the recommendations of experts, you not only endanger your own lives and that of your loved ones, but you compromise the health of all the members of our society. And I'm not saying that for dramatic effect. 233 Canadians have lost their lives because to COVID-19, and hundreds of families are therefore grieving. <coughs> 
to all the loved ones that are grieving, my most sincere condolences. We're going through some very painful times, but we are there for you. Now, to end this crisis, we all must be aware of the consequences of our actions. If you don't do your share, your fellow citizens will pay the price, but it also works the other way. If you do follow the advice of experts, all of the community will benefit from it. So let's concentrate on that. Let's continue each person to do their own share, and that's how we will get through this trial together. I want to close today with a message for kids. Thank you all for sending in me your questions over the past few days. Dr. Tam and I had a great time answering those questions this morning. Later today, astronauts Jeremy Hansen and David Saint-Jacques will be on YouTube, so be, be sure to turn in, tune in. David just returned to Earth after spending many months in space, and he knows a thing or two about staying indoors and only talking to friends and family via video conference. I know these are tough times for kids right across the country and indeed around the world. But know that the support you're giving your parents and all of us as we work through this, the way you're helping out, the way you're focusing on doing your homework and keeping, uh, keeping your schoolwork up, and the way you're learning to adapt to this new situation that we will all remember for the rest of our lives. Thank you for everything you guys are doing to keep us getting through this. I would like to close with a message for young people. Dr. Tam and myself had a lot of fun answering your questions earlier this morning, so thank you for them. Later today, astronauts Jeremy Hansen and David Saint-Jacques will appear on YouTube to speak to you kids. David has just come back to Earth, having spent several months in space, and I'm sure he has a lot of advice for how to spend time indoors. And besides that, he knows what it is to talk to your friends only over video conference. I know it's uh, tough for kids and for everybody. It's even tough not to go to school, not to see one's friends. But the work that you're now doing around the dining room table to do your homework and not the help that you provide in the house to your parents while we're going through this very difficult uh, uh, trial is really appreciated. And when we will have gone through this crisis together, we will remember it for all of our lives. So thank you for all that you are now doing. Please carry on doing this good work. Thank you, everybody. I'll now answer questions. Thank you, Mr. Prime Minister. A uh, question period starting with the phone moderator. Merci, thank you. Thank you. First question is from David Youngren from Reuters. Your line is open. Please go ahead. Yes, thank you, Prime Minister. Um, if I can switch topic to the temporary uh, foreign workers who are going to be working on Canada's farms, uh, what are the plans to get these 60,000 people to uh, Canada? We understand that our agricultural producers and farmers right across the country uh, rely very much, as well as fish processors and the fisheries industry, rely on temporary foreign workers uh, to make sure that we can feed our country. Uh, that has been the way for many, many years, and we are, of course, uh, looking to ensure that we're able to receive temporary foreign workers, uh, that uh, they will be uh, properly quarantined for two weeks before uh, they start doing the work that is so necessary for us all. 
all. At the same time, we see many, many Canadians uh, out of work who are wanting to help out, students who are looking at opportunities uh, for summer jobs that they might not otherwise have. Uh, and we know there are many people interested in helping out uh, in terms of feeding this country. So uh, we're going to be having more to say in the coming, uh, coming days and weeks about how we're going to pull together and make sure that uh, our agricultural producers, our fisheries, our, our, uh, our, uh, our agricultural uh, transformers uh, are going to get the support they need. We recognize that it's very important for our farmers who are working so hard, as well as for the uh, fish processing industry, to have these uh, foreign temporary workers to help out during the uh, season here. We need to bring in these foreign workers to do this work, as they have been doing it for some years now, and we will ensure that uh, these uh, workers are isolated uh, before starting to work on our farms throughout the country. Uh, at the same time, I'd like to point out that there are many people including a lot of young people that don't know what jobs they'll be having this summer and that perhaps would be interested in giving a hand on the farm to help feed our country and to do this important work. And I do hope that uh, we will be able to find ways together to help our farmers and to continue to feed Canada properly. Yeah, secondly, um, you're speaking to us every day. The Deputy Prime Minister is either having meetings or speaking to us. Dr. Tam is speaking to us virtually every day. What are you guys doing to prevent burnout? I mean, there's no way you can continue at this pace. Are, are you drawing up some sort of rotor? Uh, we are uh, looking at how we're all going to work uh, through this issue. It takes an adjustment for all of us. Uh, I have very much enjoyed my opportunity to speak directly with Canadians every day and we'll uh, be continuing uh, uh, trying to do it uh, almost every day at least uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, but uh, we also know that it's extremely important for people who are doing uh, important jobs uh, to take time to make sure that they're getting uh, getting the support they need. Uh, we've, I've spoken with our ministers many times about needing to make sure that we're pacing ourselves because we do know uh, that this situation is going to last a number of weeks, uh, a number of months. And therefore, we have to make sure that we're all supporting essential workers, particularly our healthcare workers, our truck drivers, our food delivery people, uh, but uh, it counts for, uh, for government officials as well. Thank you. Next question. Merci. Thank you. The next question is from Bruce Campion-Smith from the Toronto Star. Your line is open. Please go ahead. Uh, Prime Minister, uh, good morning. Just wondering if there are any updates on the N95 masks. Uh, just wondering how critical was the 3M production to Canada's supply? And and uh, you haven't spoken to President Trump yet. Just wondering if that's on the radar and, and, and why there's been a delay in that conversation. We continue to know that we have to get uh, the necessary equipment and PPE uh, to our frontline health workers. Uh, there is a global uh, shortage right now where people are trying to get as much as they can and uh, we are continuing to work with all our traditional suppliers and new suppliers to make sure uh, that we're providing the equipment needed for Canadians. That's why we've ramped up uh, domestic production as well and look to have uh, the ability to fill all of our needs domestically within the coming weeks. At the same time, the conversations continue uh, with the American administration in terms of solving this issue because, as I've said, uh, both 
sides of the border benefit tremendously from the flow back and forth of essential supplies and of medical goods and services. Uh, and that is the point that we're making to the administration. I am confident that we're going to be able to solve this. And I look forward to speaking with the president in the coming days. We recognize to what extent it's important to provide the essential medical equipment to our frontline healthcare workers. That is why we're working with suppliers throughout the world to obtain the necessary equipment and we are confident that we will continue to receive this equipment from various places in the world. In addition, we're working specifically with the government of the United States to solve this as a little issue. We know that it's in the interest of both of our countries to continue to ensure that goods and services essential goods and services and move unobstructed over our borders because they do so both ways. It would be unfortunate and difficult for both our countries if that were to be interrupted. So we're working in a very constructive fashion with the American administration and I am looking forward to speaking to President Trump in the days to come. As a Follow-up, uh, Prime Minister, you referenced it yourself that you know thousands of university and college students are you know coming out of school, no immediate prospect of finding summer jobs, and are now worried about tuition and expenses when they return to school in the fall. You know the agriculture may work for some, but obviously not for those in the cities. And I'm just wondering if that's on the government's radar screen. You know I understand they won't qualify for the emergency benefit, and wondering what other help might be forthcoming. Uh, this is an issue that we are very, very aware of, from uh, modifications to the Canada Summer Job Program to looking at uh, direct support for students. We know that we need to do more for young people as they come out of university and look for, uh, for projects and ways of uh, securing income this summer. Uh, that is something that uh, we are very closely engaged on and should have more to say in the coming days. We recognize that for young people finishing university and we're counting on a summer job, perhaps in tourism or other such areas in order to pay for their studies next fall, are quite worried about how they will be able to get through this difficult period. We are having a close look at the different ways in which we might be able to help them. We do recognize that this is a real need in our society and we will be there to support our young people. Thank you, merci. La question suivante the following question is from Raymond Fillon, TVA. Uh, good morning, Prime Minister. It's been now been two days that the presidential order about the famous N95 mass from 3M was handed down. Since it's an urgent matter, how come you haven't managed to speak to Mr. Trump? Is he refusing to take your call? No, we're working on, as we usually do, at all levels of the administration. It's been some years now that we're involved with this American administration on various issues and we have development developed the capability to solve uh, problems and issues that arise and we're doing everything that is necessary to solve this uh, problem in the proper fashion because we know that it is essential 
to uh, have the necessary equipment for our first-line workers. In uh, uh, many years that we've been working now with this uh, particular American administration, we've uh, developed uh, certain abilities to work with them in the right way. We're uh, continuing to engage constructively with the, uh, the uh, entire American administration to highlight how important it is uh, that goods flow both ways uh, and continue to flow both ways across our border. Uh, we will continue to do the right things to ensure uh, that our frontline workers and our health professionals get the equipment that they so importantly need. Well, having done this in a crisis, what kind of an ally would you consider Mr. Trump to be? And what's his attitude, in your opinion? My job is to work with the Americans, to work with our allies and partners throughout the world, to serve Canadians and ensure that they have everything that we Canadians need, and that is what I will always do. Last question. Merci, thank you. Next question is from Mark Bonikowski, Sun Media. Please go ahead. Good morning, Prime Minister. Uh, today is the 484th day that uh, Michael Kovrig and Michael Spavor have been in, in detained arbitrarily in Chinese jails. Um, the last we heard uh, was the Chinese embassy back in March saying that uh, uh, Mr. Uh, 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 Kovrig was, uh, Mr. Spavor was allowed to call his very ill father by telephone, and that uh, they have been given better food to build up their immunity against COVID-19. Have any of your emissaries in Beijing uh, been able to visit them and give us an update on their conditions and, and well-being? Uh, thank you for your question. I, I can assure you uh, that uh, not just our ambassador and embassy in Beijing, uh, but uh, the government of Canada continues to be focused and engaged on uh, bringing these two Canadians home. Uh, we recognize the difficulties uh, that Michael Spaver and Michael Kovrig are facing and have faced for a very long time. Uh, it continues to be an issue we bring up continually with the Chinese government, uh, and we continue to impress upon them that uh, it is important that they be uh, treated better and indeed uh, that they be released to come home to Canada. And we will continue that work. But do you have an updated report from our own people on the ground there? Uh, we continue to uh, engage with them as uh, uh, for consular support uh, on an ongoing basis, and uh, I will ensure that there is a further update in the coming days. Bonjour, Monsieur le Premier ministre. Christian Noël de Radio-Canada. Radio-Canada, how are things fine? So the uh, Canadian Emergency Response Benefit uh, is, uh, 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 can be applied for tomorrow. I have some questions. Is it worthwhile uh, to work uh, at part-time for $1,500 a month, or should I not rather stay at home and uh, get the $2,000 a month? What do you say to workers who are facing that kind of a dilemma, and will you change the system accordingly? We had to implement unprecedented measures to help millions of Canadians who are suddenly, not through their own fault, without any income. We want people throughout the country to stay home and not work unless it is in essential services. And for that, we had to do quickly develop programs to help the largest number of Canadians possible. We do recognize that in some industries, some workers might be faced with exactly that kind of a dilemma. And that's why we're working to develop ways to encourage those who are working in essential areas to continue their 
their work, this, which is important work during this uh, difficult time, and we do recognize that it is a situation where there's no uh, uh, unique solution that works for everybody, but as we move forward and we find out of these uh, problems and concerns, we seek out solutions and we will continue to work at it. We recognize that uh, in moving forward with unprecedented uh, measures to help as many Canadians as possible, uh, we had to move quickly. Uh, we recognize that millions of Canadians are suddenly out of work and needed support so that they could stay home, so that they could take care of their families and follow public health directives during this time. That was the priority and that is why we moved very quickly uh, to get help out to Canadians. We recognize that any time we're doing big measures like this, there will be gaps, there will be challenges in implementation and unforeseen consequences, and that is why we are working very carefully to ensure that people who uh, are working in essential industries, people who perhaps uh, are facing choices about whether they uh, continue to work or whether they receive the CERB, uh, are able to make the right decision, not just for them, but for our community and our country. These are things we're going to continue to working on, and we'll have more to say in the coming days. What do you understand about the dilemma of these people and businesses that have difficulty to hire employees because of that? And what change will you bring? But, well, we're discussing possible changes to the CRP to encourage people to continue working when it's an essential service that is not being uh, uh, paid at the rate of $500 a week, which is the level of the CRB. Then we do recognize that this is a difficult situation and that we'll have to uh, work to find a solution for it. And we are doing precisely that to try and solve this issue. Prime Minister Janet Silver, Global News. Yesterday you said millions of masks were en route from China. I'm just looking for a clarification. Were those N95 masks? Um, there is a, uh, many of the shipments are a blend of surgical masks and N95 masks. I'm not entirely sure which particular uh, proportion was in that shipment, but we can get the uh, more answers to you soon. And BC Health Minister Adrian Dix on Friday called on the federal government to be more aggressive with enforcement and screening at the border. Just wondering what steps are being taken on that front? Well, first of all, we recognize that uh, the a uh, vast majority of Canadians who were uh, stuck overseas have now returned to Canada and therefore uh, those flights are, are being uh, being reduced as there still are a number more to come in. Uh, but uh, we recognize that there will be fewer and fewer travelers arriving in Canada uh, in the coming days and weeks. But as we, as we uh, continue to move forward, it is going to be extremely important that we continue uh, making sure that everyone isolates, uh, understands that they need to be under quarantine for two weeks uh, when they enter Canada in order to not be uh, spreading COVID-19. Ashley Burke, CBC News. Donald Trump has said that he's starting to move millions of doses of drugs used for autoimmune diseases into an emergency stockpile to make it available to U.S. coronavirus patients. What happens to people in Canada who are cut off from vital drugs they need for other diseases? And do you plan to speak to Trump about this? We know uh, that uh, it is absolutely essential that uh, people continue to get the essential medications that they need, whether it's related to coronavirus uh, or not. That is why we're working with the Canadian drug industry. Uh, we have a significant pharmaceutical industry in Canada 
to source uh, the things we need, and we're continuing to work with uh, suppliers and partners around the world on uh, the delivery of uh, life-saving drugs uh, that are necessary beyond COVID-19 uh, treatments. Uh, we're going to continue to ensure that every step of the way, Canadians get the support and the medication that they need. We recognize that even during this coronavirus crisis, people need essential drugs to continue to have a good quality of life. So we will be working with the pharmaceutical industry here in Canada and with our worldwide partners to ensure that these people receive the drugs that they need situation in particular and as well what's being done behind the scenes to make sure the CRA website doesn't crash tomorrow when it starts processing all these CERB applications can the system handle it uh, we are working very hard to ensure that uh, our systems are robust enough to uh, handle the unprecedented demand uh, there have been discussions around different ways of ensuring that the system is not overloaded and uh, we will continue to keep Canadians apprised of that uh, at the same time yes I will continue and we will continue continue to work with the American administration on all issues that matter to Canadians. We recognize that uh, there will be an unprecedented demand on government uh, computer services, which is why we have implemented measures in order to obviate uh, an overload on the system. But we will also uh, continue to ensure at every step that Canadians do receive that which they are entitled uh, as quickly as possible. Yesterday, President Trump held a press conference and he seemed to give contradictory remarks on 3M. Uh, he said at one point, we need the masks, we don't want other people to have them. He then went on to say that 3M could sell masks to other countries. So can you give us a clear understanding of what the United States has told Canada is their policy on the uh, 3M and 95 masks? We continue to work very closely uh, with the American administration on uh, solving this situation. Uh, we understand uh, how important it is for goods to continue to flow in both directions over our border. There are essential medical services and supplies that Canadian companies deliver to Americans, and there are uh, essential uh, medical supplies delivered by uh, American companies to Canada. We will continue to work together to ensure that those flows are not interrupted because it would be harmful to both of our economies uh, and both of our citizens. Uh, that is why we continue to work with the Americans on this issue. When we've asked you about this 3M situation previously, you've referenced the fact that there are many Canadian nurses and doctors who live in Canada but work in the U.S. Uh, yesterday you said that retaliatory threats or retaliation on this is not productive, but I just want to be very clear. Will you at any point ban nurses and doctors who live in Canada to go work in the U.S.? or is this just a reminder to President Trump? I'm not going to engage in hypotheticals. I will say that we will do what is necessary uh, to keep Canadians safe, uh, and we will do it uh, in as constructive a way as possible. That has always been our approach uh, with the Americans, uh, and it has been effective until now, and will continue to be. We recognize that we need to ensure the protection of Canadians and the supply of equipment that is necessary. And we know that working constructively with Americans, we uh, will probably be able to We have a good opportunity to settle the dispute. I think it's uh, not a good idea to 
travailler ensemble pour exact reprisals to achieve our aims and that's why we're going to continue to act as good friends have a good sunday and you've been listening to live coverage of uh, prime minister justin trudeau's address to the nation on this uh, sunday april 5th uh, as to what the federal government is doing to uh, combat the covid-19 pandemic a recap of uh, the big announcements this morning during his news conference uh, basically, he wants to remind Canadians that as of tomorrow, you can sign up for the Canadian Emergency Response Benefit that is available through the Canada.ca website. If you sign up and you're looking for direct deposit, you could have money within three to five days. If you're going to do it by mail, it might take 10 days. Also tried to assure people uh, they will do what they can to make sure that that website does not crash when it is up and running again tomorrow. He also um, implored Canadians... For the fine work of us to come together and how businesses are stepping up. Even doctors and nurses are coming out of retirement to offer their skill. Food banks helping the most vulnerable people. He wants us to continue to follow the various public health recommendations. Wash your hands, stay home. Reduce the amount of time you spend in the community. If you've got to go shopping, go out there and buy groceries for, you know, for an entire week. That's it. And also when you're out there, social and physical distancing. Health Canada is also building an inventory of people with special skills. If you think you have something that, you know, of uh, use, go to Canada.ca and they will be taking applications until the 24th of April. He also uh, pleaded with reservists. Hey, full-time jobs are available if you're a reservist within Canada and they will offer uh, full-time pay and benefits that are being uh, given right now to Canadian military personnel. So if you are, you know, qualify for that, sign up. Again, he reminded us that uh, we need to be aware of our, you know, what we are doing in there because other people could be paying for our mistakes. Uh, he also assured people that they will work on foreign workers to get them into the country to help out farmers. Uh, he also said that he and his team are addressing burnout issues because they know that uh, this is not going to be over anytime soon. But uh, as far as we know, moving forward, he will continue to provide daily updates. As for medical masks, N95 masks, the controversy with the United States, he says the dialogue is still open. They are still talking to the American administration and trying to increase the flow of trade, especially when it comes to PPEs. And uh, he also promised that the government is looking at help for summer students because students have come out of school. Usually there's jobs available, money they need to pay for tuition and other things like that. So the government is looking at what they can do to maybe support students in a very important time of year because of this COVID-19 pandemic. And we'll have more details of what the Prime Minister had to say throughout the day on our newscasts on the Chorus Radio Network and also throughout the day on uh, global television. It is now 12 minutes before 10 o'clock. Breaking news when it happens on the Chorus Radio Network. And again, for more, go to globalnews.ca. I'm Kevin Osselman. Back to Let's Talk Gardening in just a moment. Let's Talk Gardening is brought to you by Green It Up Lawn Fertilizer for the greenest lawn on the block. Available exclusively at Spruce It Up. Spruce It Up, Green It Up, Prune It Up. We got you covered. Yeah, we're not too far away from being able to to get out there and do a little bit of work. You can uh, do a little planting, hopefully, in a few weeks. And But we can also, uh, close to being able to start fertilizing the lawn, get that nice and green and uh, be able to go from there. Right now, I'm going to go to the phone line really quickly, and we're going to chat with Natasha from the Calgary Horticultural Society. Good morning, Natasha. Good morning, Merle. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Good. Not bad. 
Yeah, not bad. You know, again, as I look outside and it's hard to believe it's spring, uh, oh. you know, again, let's, keep, let's have to stay positive. No, and like I said, I've, a couple people, this, it really helps flatten the curve, keeps us inside, keeps us safe for a while, which is great. You. Absolutely. Yep. There's no desire to, to but to stay in your pajamas <laughs> and hang out all morning. That's Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. That's for sure. Um, so thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate yeah. it. As always, you know, just because uh, we aren't able to get together doesn't mean the Hort Society isn't still doing things. You know, uh, obviously our our our, our um, life has changed a little bit at the at the Absolutely. society. Uh, goes without saying, uh, our garden show uh, scheduled for April 25th and 26th, of course, uh, has been canceled uh, for this year. Yes. Uh, not postponed. <laughs> obviously, no. we're not we're not being uh, too optimistic for that, but uh, but what we do have is is of course uh, uh, other opportunities to really try and, and and get people to to get ready for for spring, to get ready for summer because you know it's right around the corner. Let's be real, and we're not going to be doing much else but to to take care of our own yards. And so let's do it. Let's yeah. let's talk about it, right? Yep. Yeah. So obviously, yeah, you had to make the decision to cancel the show. Um, a lot of the are you guys doing online classes still or virtual classes that people can sign in on? And, and watch or sign that's up for right. That's right. So that's the next best thing is, of course, online learning. So that's where we've transitioned. So we have several classes that we've been able to schedule online, uh, including, of course, uh, our Design Your Yard, which is our partnership with the City of Calgary, uh, teaches you how to uh, look at your own property uh, and see, uh, you know, how best to, to landscape it, really, when we're looking at plants, when we're looking at grading, when we're looking at all kinds of factors. Yeah. Um, so all of that will be available online now. Uh, and, of course, uh, uh, through uh, direct e-learning, and so you'll be able to interact with the teacher and, and uh, send your plans in, send your photos in, and really have it still very much an interactive uh, uh, experience, but all online. Um, yeah, and so the next uh, also um, uh, program I want to talk about, of course, is uh, perhaps uh, um, uh, in getting ready for the season to come is our Garden Fundamentals. Uh, we have a, a weekend of Garden Fundamentals coming up uh, April 18th and 19th, and so I, I, you know, just go check it out. It really is about uh, learning what it means to grow in this environment, in the prairies. When Look, when spring is not even here, um, uh, April 3rd, April 4th. Well, what does that mean? What can you do to, to, to keep your, your, your growing season going despite <laughs> some of our challenges? Yeah, lots of challenges out there. Well, thank you so much, Natasha, for thank filling us you. in and uh, keeping us posted. And they can find everything at www.calhort.org. You bet. Thanks so awesome. much, Earl. Have yourself a great day. You too. Thanks, thank Natasha. You. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. All right. Always lots of good things going on down there at the Hort Society. And again, phone lines are opening at a couple spots. And also the text. I have Joanna off-site answering text uh, for us. So um, if you need anything answered by text, 403-974-8255 or 1-800-563-7770. That is the talk and text line. And I have a couple phone lines open if you want to give me a call. Right now, I'm just going to go to Ryan. Good morning, Ryan. Or, or sorry, Graham. Hello. Sorry about that, Ryan. Yeah, hi, Graham. Good. Um, Merle, I'm one of those guys that likes to um, have grass completely underneath the old fir tree. And, of course, there's the obvious problems with yeah. that. So every year I get a couple of bags of dirt and some grass seed, and I'm pretty successful at it. But then, of course, when spring rolls around, 
um, I usually always find it dead. Yeah. Um, and I'm just wondering, is there any better grass seed that survives better underneath yeah. the... Yeah, Ecolon. Um, we carry that at Spruce, and we should have it up online here fairly soon. Um, it's in a green bag. It's a deeper root fescue, and it's really, really drought tolerant. Um, it will grow under, but you have to water and th- and try and throw a bit of snow in that underneath the spruce tree over throughout the winter time, just to keep some moisture in there. Yeah, because that's that's the biggest problem that this des- desiccation underneath the spruce. Yes, and generally I do I do all that, but like I said, I just uh, clearly I probably wasn't using the right uh, grass seed. Yeah, so. I've had lots of people tell me they've had good success with the the Ecolon. It's in a green bag. It's it's really it's quite a good grass seed. Uh, quick question: um, I took delivery of uh, some of your uh, green it up, and yeah. um, would I put that in with the dirt uh, when I'm seeding? Absolutely. Or should I wait? No, you can mix it right in because it'll have that phosphate in there. It'll help get the roots going, help it get down nice and deep. And the Equalon needs a bit of moisture at first, but then it becomes quite drought tolerant. So, oh, and especially good. when you're using the Green It Up lawn fertilizer, and yep. that's what people are finding that they probably water almost half as much as they used to. Um, just because the roots are down nice and deep, it's not just upgrowth, which the box store fertilizers give you. Yeah, that Green It Up is a great product. Thank you. Good. All right. That's all you need, Graham. Thanks, Graham. Take care, bud. Bye-bye. All right. I have time really quickly. I guess I'll go to Mary. Hey, Mary. (laughs) How are you doing? I broke the rules yesterday. Did you? Yeah, I was coming to see you. (laughs) And I came and I went home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, we... But that's okay. I was just coming to look at some seeds. I've been sitting around here all, you know, the last little bit. Well, you know what, Mary, we were, getting, garden. we were getting so busy online and then trying to keep track of people. And that, no, I, I, just, I, I understand just, it completely. Yeah. You have to keep your, your staff uh, safe. Yeah, and still, I understand that. Yeah, I want to keep our staff and be mm-hmm. ready for spring when it yeah. does come. Like right now, we're, yeah. we're getting lots of people, their seeds. It yeah. keeps people safer yeah. and well, help flatten you know, the curve, right? So we're we're definitely doing our part, what we yeah. can, what we thought was right. So well, I'll get up. Uh, I'll get up again when all this is over. I don't need that much. But what I really wanted to ask you, uh, that Eagle Lake. Yep. Do they will they deliver one of those big bags to the country here? Absolutely, to High River. I believe they do. You think they would? Eh? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And and that's uh, Strathmore, and you, in that. yeah, and you can actually order it right through us through the garden center. We're one. I of their, could order it through you guys. Yeah, we're one of their dealers. So yeah. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. Because I think maybe after sixty some years, I maybe need another plow in. Absolutely. Yeah. Revitalize the soil. Yeah. Good. Perfect. Okay, Thanks, have Mary. Have a good day. S- yep. Stay yeah, safe, Mary. Oh, I am. I'm safe. Yeah. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. All right. I need to take a break for the news you're listening to. Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. <clears throat> Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coons, and I'm going to go to the phone lines, and we're going to chat with Ryan. Good morning, Ryan. Morning. How you doing? How are you today? Good, good. How are you? Good. Um, picked up. Scott dropped off one of your uh, Monstera plants, the small ones. Yeah. And I'm just wondering how much, um, I have it in a location in my house where it's fairly bright, um, but uh, I previously had a poinsettia there and didn't really work out too well, so I'm wondering if these guys will be okay with uh, lots of sunlight or lots of uh, 
um, daylight, but not uh, direct sun. Yeah, they they do like it brighter, um, and then you'll get the nice split leaves on them as well. That will help. Okay, so put them in the sun. Yeah, then. and they do like they will. And if it's in a smaller pot, you might want to look at transplanting it fairly soon. Depends on, I can't remember how root-bound those ones are. But uh, it is because they can get long and they can get kind of leggy on you if they get stretched out. And they prefer if they get into a nice pot, they'll just, they sit nicer. Right. Okay. Um, And do I fertilize them at all? Yep. You need uh, those ones, just a good, well-balanced fertilizer like the 20-20-20 is perfect for those houseplants. Okay. Awesome. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, and then, like thanks. I said, it does like the light, and that helps with the splitting, too, because if they don't get enough light, they won't split the leaves. So, All right. Thanks. All right. And I'm going to go up to John. Good morning, John. Well, good morning. How you doing, sir? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm about the same. I got up this morning. I'm still breathing, so <laughs> I, I have a second chance. Yeah, the check mark, K on that side, good one. <laughs> no, I hear you. Yeah, no, every every day you wake up, is it just a dream or what's going on, right? Like oh, it's, it was beautiful. Yesterday morning, I had to get out my snowblower and wake up the mid neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm bad. Yeah. yeah. What's up? Uh, you've seen my garden box. Yep. How much of that? Top sort of do I have to take off in order to? Uh... I would just take off the top six eight inches, John. To be honest, and then just mix in our spruce it up all purpose um, potting mix in there for your raised planters for growing in. Oh, a potting mix. Yep, just our all purpose. It, you'll just find that your a lot of your veggies and stuff will grow, in, and then just mix it in a bit with the with the the soil that you have left in there. It's just a lot lighter. I'm just finding the stuff will grow much nicer in it than this straight soil. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And what should I do with the... Well, you can just mix that into your shrub beds or something like that. Can I use it for, uh, what do you call that, top soiling or top... Top dressing? Dressing? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, I would take a, need a lot of that dirt, though, wouldn't it? If you're going to, well, not really. They're pretty big bags. So, um, how big a po- how big of areas are you covering, John? Oh, I have uh, two boxes that are four by eight foot. Yeah. So you'll just need two per bet, two per box. That's it. Oh. Yeah. So not bad at all. It, it's not the same size as the, the the one cube. No, not no, not that big. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. No. No. And apparently that's delivered now, eh? Yep, they're, uh, that's one of the first signs of spring as you start seeing the big yellow bags all over the place. So yes, yeah, okay. That that some of the veggie mix on that one would do too. If you need more soil, you can also order one of those as well. Uh, I just you just want to get the one that's a little bit lighter. Like they have a veggie mix one, I think, and it's a little bit lighter. You just don't want the one that's pure soil because it's just they're it's too heavy for certain things. Oh, what was it? Black gold. Um, that's a good one too. That one works quite well. So. Oh, okay. It's a good soil amendment. And what about uh, I got that back part to do the potato patch? Yep. That, Can I just throw some of that? Absolutely. Yep. Some of the soil you're taking out of the boxes can go right into there. Because yeah, that piece in the back there, it's about ten foot square. It's uh, it just turns into down near uh, uh, Manitoba. 
You Bog. should. Yeah, you, oh, it gets all wet and heavy, or yes, very heavy. Yeah, it's just if it's just the heavy clay, you might even want to look at putting some of that hemp scents in there or the cocoa moss just to lighten it up. Oh, that would take quite a bit, though. Yeah, right. Ten by ten is not that much, like five or six bags. You've given me a good ideas then. All right. Thanks, John. Well, thanks to you and the gang out there. Thank you. I enjoy everything you have there. Thank, Thank you. Me. Take care, sir. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. And I'm going to go to Pearson. Good morning, Pearson. Uh, hi, Merle. Uh, I've been growing a ficus bonsai for three months, and I would like to know a healthy growing routine. And right now, all the leaves died, so I pulled the leaves off, as you recommended earlier this week. Oh, I'm wondering Pier- what I should do next. So, so Pearson's a, a up-and-coming young gardener that him and I were doing some uh, texting back and forth the other night. Uh, I got his text when I was at home, so it was, and he had gotten a, a, a ficus bonsai. I think it got dried out, Pearson. Yeah. Yeah, which happens because you just when you when you water, you got to make sure the water goes all the way through the bottom. So okay. now you're just going to wait for it to rejuvenate. So, and you okay. can just and, and I think I recommended a fertilizer like a fifty to fifteen thirty fifteen or ten fifty two ten. Um. Yeah. So that'll just help regenerate the roots going again, and just put it in a nice spot. And you probably want to water it once a week. Okay. And and then you'll start seeing new growth start coming out because really okay. that big root ball is still all alive, and those big ficus ones they have that yeah. big clump. So yeah. yeah. So how are you making out being all confined? Are you are you looking at doing any other gardening outside, Pearson? Or uh, well, I I am growing uh, some sunflowers too. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Well, make sure you keep me posted and uh, and keep sending me some messages there. Uh, you, you got my direct line there, so you can. Uh, okay. Awesome. I appreciate that and look forward to meeting you when we're allowed to uh, meet in person. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Pearson. Okay. Take All care. Right. Take care, bud. Bye bye. Um, yeah, love that when the young young people want to get into gardening and. Uh, his mom had texted me and it was kind of funny and not funny but it was unfortunate as his uh, bonsai had uh, dried up on him and and then I found out that his uh, his dad listens to us all the time so it, uh, the leaf doesn't fall from fall, fall far from the tree in his house so let's go we got time we got one more we're going to go to Brian good morning Brian hey, Mar- how you doing, man? good good what's happening out there well, you know, we're virus free at the old belly acre. <laughs> <laughs> Building better relationships with all the animals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's a good thing. But hey, um, last year when we bought a bunch of those trees from you when you had your sale. Yep. I think I got about 20 left that I put outside when I wintered them. Yep. So I know I'm ahead of the curve here, but what do I need to do to get them jump started once I uh, get to put them in the ground when it's thawed? The, the biggest thing is what you can do is just give them a good, really good shot of like 15, 30, 15, or the Rage Plus, one of those ones to get the roots going, and then yeah. just good slow, deep watering. Um, okay. You don't want to get them soggy, but good watering right to the bottom is uh, really important and sort of once a week give it a good soaking, put some bark mulch over it. and. Okay. Uh, and these are already all planted? No, remember I had the winter. That's uh, right. Yep. So I'm stretching your memory here. So I got an old uh, 
bin that's got well, I guess well, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So I yeah. filled it with dirt and, and water right yeah. before it froze. So, so yeah, as soon as hopefully in the next couple of weeks we can get them out, and uh, if it starts, you can start give them a good shot of water even in the pots when on some of these warmer days, yeah. just to get it going a little bit. You just don't want to push them too far, so keep them shady until about the first week in May, Brian. Okay, and what about uh, do I need to bring in some extra dirt? Once I get them in the ground, uh, no. Once you, if you just auger the hole, you'll be fine at that point. If you wanna, if you wanna bring in a little bit, you could. But usually, if you just auger a hole, it creates really nice soil just for repotting those. Yeah, no, I had success with the other ones I put in. So perfect. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Ryan. Take care, bud. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Where am I at? I'm going to go down. We're going to chat with Joanna Chudy, who is uh, usually sitting here beside me, but she's uh, she's sitting at home in her PJs. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning, Will. I actually got dressed. I figured that was the right <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> we're sure if we're going to video or what? Or should I say, I haven't gotten dressed since, I don't know, a week ago. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nice. You know what? It feels good to get a routine. Every day, the kids and I were up. We get dressed. Um, you know, everyone's home right now, but I think routine is really important just to have a sense of normalcy. And it's been nice to work from home. Honestly, I'm really efficient. I've been keeping up with all of our landscape clients regularly. It feels really good. Awesome. No, and I read that, I read a psychologist article yesterday disregarding that is dress for how you want to feel. Like if you exactly. if you just yeah. lump around and don't shower, you're gonna feel like a lump, right? But yeah, exactly. if days like this, if you you get up, shower, brush your teeth, get ready. Yeah. Um, Eat healthy food. We've been getting a lot of fresh air. Um the awesome. boys have been helping me with all our seedlings. We posted that great video. They weren't in it because they were they were lumps on the Yeah, that was that a day. that was a good <laughs> video. So yeah, and we're gonna yeah, continue to do that in the next week or two here. So Joanna and, and myself are posting videos. I'm posting mine from down at the garden center in the Greenos and Joanna has been posting from her living room. So yeah, live from ground zero yeah, right in our you, living room. And you can see those on our Instagram TV and on our Facebook page. So, mm. all right, Dan, we got lots of, lots of landscaping clients. I know you guys are working hard with all of them, keeping everybody informed yes, from a distance. Are, yeah. And yeah, you know, it's, it's funny when we think about all that's happening. It's not funny. But when we think about how it affects our landscaping, we already kind of social distance on the crew anyway. You know, we've got a couple people yep. scattered throughout the property. Um, clients are usually at work or in their houses. Uh, so moving forward, we're just handling our client communication more um, via phone or email or again with social distancing if we really need to both be on site Um, and then with the cruise we're really excited for a good season Uh, we'll be outside we're not going to be there's no personal contact with customers or clients and people will still be able to get their landscaping done we're going to definitely try and do a bit more of that uh, video and progress reports for customers too and some video chats Um, even yesterday in the sun when I got home uh, I did a few deliveries, um, and I got home around four, and the sun was out. I just went and sat Beautiful. on the deck and just let took my hat off, let the sun hit my head, and just that vitamin D pounding in there. It just makes it yeah. feel so good. So it just right where uh, it counts, right, right into the brain. Yeah, <laughs> I have that ability. I have the I don't have a lot of hair up top, so I just uh, it gets right in there. It's like. Oh, a, it feels- good though you know it feels good Absolutely. to get out we were we live um pretty close to fish creek so we're able to walk the river
ridge and get down by the river um, three or four times a week. The boys are outside every day. They're, I mean, the puddles yesterday were so, um, they were just calling. I couldn't keep my little one out. Uh, it's cold water, but he's splashing around and having fun in the alley. And, awesome. you know, yeah, it's a good way to still be part of the community, but be safe. And, you know, as you say, flatten the curve. We're all, we're yeah, all doing no. our parts. and. That's yeah. what that's why down at Spruce we went online and it's working out great. Like we're orders are coming in like crazy. And... I ordered stuff. I got my things. It was beautiful. I had there was zero. You know, I waved to Shane when he drove away. I waved to him from the living room window. But I had um, awesome. zero personal contact, and it was so easy to order online. Everything it showed up the same day I ordered it. It was it was awesome. Awesome. No, and we're trying yeah. to do. Same day, next day delivery for most, and we're keeping up with it, mm-hmm. and we're doing the curbside that you can pick up. We're getting lots of that as well. Nice. Which is That's nice, good. too. They can stop by the store, and we've done a couple personal shopping for some people, and they get there, hey, can yeah. you see if you have this, and we'll also do that where, wherever possible. So That's well, nice. Well, well thank- is in the air. People Absolutely. Want to play, right? Absolutely. So if you want to text Joanna, she's waiting there on the on the text My line. are on fire today. Thank, there's so many good texts coming Absolutely. in. So, Four listeners, th- thank you so much. Keep texting in. Absolutely. 403-974-8255 is the text line. All right. I got to take a break. Thanks, Joanna. We'll thank talk you. to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770-CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Roel Coombs. I just want to pass on a quick message. Uh, I talked to a very nice person by the name of Kimberly, who was very helpful in taking my order for the Ecograss seed. Brad's going to deliver it tomorrow. Thanks again for the advice. And that's from Graham Bond. And if you listen, watch him on his pictures show up on global TV all the time. Great guy. And uh, thanks. For that. I'm very lucky. You got a great team down at Spruce. So uh, thanks a lot to everybody for, for pitching in and staying safe and, uh, and utilizing our new uh, online store, which pushed us in that direction. So it's all worked out pretty good. Let's go. Actually, I'm going to go to Sheldon. Sheldon is the gentleman who created rage plus, and uh, and a lot of other great products in the Evolve line with the Dirt and Grow Company. Good morning, Sheldon. Good morning, Merle. All Thanks the way for from me. all the way from Manitoba. Yes, got a foot of snow here, so spring hasn't sprung here yet. <laughs> well, it's like as you look outside, and you just—it's hard to believe that it's uh, so nasty out there still. But like I said, I think it's helping keep everybody inside for a while, so it's happening yes. for a reason. So, yes, someone's looking after us, whoever it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sheldon. So a lot of people are growing seeds inside and doing stuff. So I know you have your seedling fertilizer, which helps a a lot with damping off, which becomes a big problem when people are growing seeds. That's correct, especially for, uh, like you said, a lot of the, there's a lot of new growers out there. They want to have good success right off the bat. Yeah, and Seedling starter will do that for them. I I talked about that earlier because that's, the, my worst fear of this whole thing with everybody jumping in growing that it is tried too much at once and it can become overwhelming. And if you just, you end up with the seeds everywhere and, and then after you yep. go to transplant, you end up dumping out half that you planted because you, you, you get a lot. One pack of seed gives you a lot of food. That's correct. You run out of space is what you run out of. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. With the seedling starter, uh, 
it has a lot of enzymes in it that eat away at dead or dying roots. So I know you had a few customers that were talking about root bound in a pot or yep. transplanting. It'll help out with those roots once the plant gets bigger so you don't get the uh, disease factor. Okay. And it's amazing. It does contain part of my Rage Plus technology in it, which increases cell division 100 times faster. So short season, we'd like to get as much fruit or vegetable or veggie production as possible. Yes. So, and uh, and that's really what we're looking for is like get the soil. You're really, you're feeding, your premise of, of success too is feeding the soil. That's correct, yes. Yeah, your microorganisms eat off of the product, your plants eat off of the product, but it also reduces the, uh, when people start to grow too many plants, they're going to get soil-borne uh, whiteflies or aphids, or, and that becomes an issue, not just the disease factor. And the enzymes will eat away at any soft-bodied insect in the physical soil itself. Oh, really? So it'll help get rid of, like, fungus gnats as well, or...? Well, it'll reduce them. So those uh, individuals that plant the whole 72 cell in a little tray and end up with 72 plants (laughs) because they all germinated with the seedling starter, uh, they they need to have a place for them. So Yeah, and I know Joanna, she has your stuff. She used it in her video there um, online. So I know she's a fairly big advocate of it it, it as well. So, So, but once we, what other tips do you have like because you've grown lots of things like for people just starting out growing like what other like uh, little tips that you can give for success uh well if a person wants to get something within two weeks uh you can buy the green onions at the grocery store that you cut the tops off they actually have little roots a root ball on the bottom so take that green onion go and add it to your soups or your nacho platter and then have a four inch by four inch little square just a, a seedling tray square yep. and plunk it in some soil, add the seedling starter, and within two weeks, you'll have that green onion again. And you can keep cutting the top off every two weeks, and you'll have a new green onion. It grows like a weed, and it's a good supplement to lots of other foods that you have. Well, that's good, yeah, because I had Tracy call in earlier about uh, she was growing some celery, and, and I recommended mm-hmm. putting it into soil. But, yeah, if you use the seedling, that will definitely help boost it as well. Yeah. Yeah, because you want to get that quick growth as fast as possible, and the Evolve Seedling Starter will do that for you, along with the Rage Plus as well, which you do use yep. uh, with a lot of your Spruce It Up products. Yeah. So, hey, Sheldon, I know I'm running out of time already. I apologize. But maybe we'll try and get you on again next couple of weeks, but we'll get you on earlier in the show because we always we lose kind of a half hour with the Prime Minister, but we, yes. need, to, we need to hear what's going on. So, all right. Well, thanks, Sheldon, for calling in. And uh, we have all of his products up online uh, with all the Rage Plus and the Dirt and Grow products. Uh, at uh, www.siugc.ca. Thanks, Sheldon. Thanks, bro. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Didn't get to dig in quite as much as I usually like to do with uh, Sheldon, but we got a full, full, full phone board. So we'll get back to them after the break for the news. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Let's Talk Gardening is brought to you by Green It Up Lawn Fertilizer for the greenest lawn on the block, exclusively at Spruce It Up Garden Center. Spruce it up, green it up, prune it up. We got you covered. And I'm going to go to the phone lines. And uh, i got one quick question here. Sorry about this. Merle, can you please repeat the name of the product that prevents seedling fungus? I only heard it's actually the Evolve uh, Seed and... 
seed and seedling starter. Um, and uh, it works really good. It's And it, we have it on our website there. You can order it. And uh, it's a phenomenal product for, for growing seeds and things like that. And I'm going to go to the phone. I'm going to talk to Doreen. Good morning, Doreen. Good morning. How can I help you? Uh, yes, I have a Christmas cactus that uh, is very healthy looking. Yeah. But it has not bloomed for about three or four years. And uh, I've given it... Um, the cactus fertilizer, the 277. Yeah. And I'm just wondering what I can do to get it to bloom. Um, do you, what kind of light do you have it in? It's uh, actually in a south window. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. See, and that should be that should be blooming for you. The only other thing, um, do you let it dry out in between waterings? Uh, I usually water it probably once a week, and I've got it in a container that uh, waters from the bottom okay that that's all good i'd probably let it dry out a bit more oh okay yeah so maybe just let it like go on for maybe almost two weeks sometimes sometimes a cactus can do that and that'll push it if it stresses it out a bit it, it that that'll push it to bloom because that's typically why it'll bloom because it thinks oh i'm in trouble i need to re- i need to reproduce so it'll send out flowers which has its seed in it correct Okay. So you just got to stress it. You're being too nice to it, Doreen. It, it, it's Probably. too It's too comfy. <laughs> you got to stress it out a little bit. And, uh, yeah, so it sounds like you have it in the right light and everything. It just, I think it probably just needs to dry out a bit more in between waterings. Well, that's great. All right. And then just when you do water, um, when you do fertilizer, just obviously that one you have to water from up top with the fertilizer. And just do that after you've watered it from down below like when it, when the soil is moist fertilize and then leave it for a couple of weeks oh okay Alrighty. so it use the fertilizer uh, put it in the top yes like, yeah because it won't come through the pot okay yeah you have to put that one through the top okay thank you so much Alrighty. you bet you're welcome thanks doreen bye-bye bye-bye all right i'm gonna go to sean good morning sean Hey, how's it going? Good, good. How can I help you? Um, so I'm just wondering what we could plant starting kind of this week with it warming up a bit and the soil maybe thawing a little bit. I know maybe like onions or garlic or yeah. just what suggestions do you have for outdoor gardening? Yeah, some of that stuff, we're still, the ground's fairly solid still, like when we're still minus 15 overnight. Yeah. And uh, it says you're in the DeWinton area. So yeah. It's again, you're you're not getting the the warming from being in the inner city areas, but there's some definitely some areas like garlic, like you were saying, some of the onion things. I'd still wait a couple of weeks because it's really not going to do nothing anyways. It's just going to sit there until it warms up a bit. So some of those things you could start inside. Are you planning on doing a garden outside? Oh yeah, okay. got a bunch of seedlings spread already. But awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna help you out with that. Our good friends down at the Big Yellow Bag, they want to give away a bag of soil every week. Um, so I'm going to give you one, Sean, to help you out that, in in your that's garden. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what you do with that is just mix it in. Like they'll deliver you a bag here, and then you just add that into your existing soil. It's an awesome soil amendment. So, again, a, a big bag from our good friends down at Eagle Lake Landscape Supply. And I always like to call it, that's sort of what I call the first sign of spring when you start seeing the big yellow bags propping up all over Calgary. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's amazing. You just made the whole day. 
Awesome. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in. And uh, you're not far from down at the store. So um, we are doing delivery out that way and online. So if you look online, you could like you could look at even starting your asparagus, some horseradish, um, things that potatoes. I, like I said, most of that stuff, I'd wait till the ground warms up anyways, because if you plop it in there, it's just going to sit there. So you might as well wait till it warms up a little bit. Okay. Cool. Alrighty. Thank All right, you. I'm just going to put you on hold, and Gord will take your information, and we'll get that uh, big yellow bag from our good friends down at Eagle Lake to you. All right, thank Th- you, and have a great day. Thanks, Sean. All right, and there we go, and looks like I got time for one more. I'm going to go to Ramona. Good morning, Ramona. Good morning, Mel. How Hi. can I help you? Um, my granddaughter has started a an avocado. Yeah. <clears throat> and... So at this point in time, she has a couple long, uh, thicker roots. I'm surprised they're that thick. Yeah. And uh, it it has split. The pith has split, and there's definitely green stuff trying to come up. Yep. And she read online that uh, we should be waiting till it has way more roots, and that the greenery has come through the pith and is about four inches tall. But I thought I'd like to put it in soil. You, you uh, can do either way. Like, and if if you want to, if you have any of that, like like Sheldon was mentioning, that sh- that seedling starter, it really helps with the roots. Or okay. if you have something with a high middle number, like 15, 30, 15, or 10, 52, 10, um, right. that would be great as well. But I, it wouldn't hurt to leave it for another week, let it get a few more roots. But I, I agree with you. I always like to get them into soil as sooner than, than later because mm-hmm. then, then it'll concentrate more on the root development than the shooting up. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, okay. but just don't plant it too deep. Like most time when I see those avocados growing, they they just plant, they bury about half of the bulb, and that's about oh, it. Okay, okay, well, all right, very good. Yeah, and right now I do have it in fifteen thirty fifteen. Okay, that's perfect. In the last couple of weeks, I put that in. And so, what kind of soil? Like I've got cactus soil from you, that premium cactus soil. And African violet, I've got potting mix. I would just use the straight potting mix, would be totally okay. fine. Oh, thank you so much. You're very welcome. <laughs> and and uh, keep me posted on how it does and uh, look forward to some guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you. Ramona. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Awesome. All right, we're going to take a break. If you'd like to join me after that, we have some spots open, 403-974-8255 or 1-800-563-7770. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coombs, and uh, if you are sending texts, Joanne is on the other end uh, replying to those texts. So thank you again to Joanna, and I'm on the phone lines here. I'm going to go to Grant in Olds. Good morning, Grant. Uh, good morning. Uh, I usually talk to you about uh, every year about the uh, uh, wildflowers, but I, I got a handle on those. I fertilize those, but I'm just wondering about the seeds for... Uh, uh, this new one I tried, Morning Glory. Uh, at the end of the season, how how do you collect? How do you get them? Like they're, they're kind of tough to get. Or yeah, well, we we I know we sell them in packages, but you're, you, if you want to collect them, yeah, you got to try and get the 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 pods of the of the flower itself. Okay. Yeah. 
And I, I usually, on things, most of them, if you're saving, you just let them dry while they're in the pod. And then it's easier than when you break apart the pods. And okay. usually, uh, depending on what type of flower, there'll be a, like a little seed sack on the bottom of the petals. Okay. And uh, once they're dried out, you can pull out the seeds and and then let them dry. Put them in a in a just a like a little Tupperware container or something like that until next spring, and then you should be good to go. Yeah, because like it, it, it's an excellent plant. Like uh, I I have it in a big planter, and I have a rack like a nice rack that uh, holds the planter, and it's about four feet high. Yeah. So it, it climbs all the way to the top, like all the vines keep climbing all summer. Yeah, it's funny. I was just looking at those seeds yesterday, that and the scarlet runner beans. I know we always get people asking what are good annual vines, and there's one there. Like the morning glory is a great one for annual. Thunbergia, the 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 scarlet runner bean and stuff like that. So, yeah, lots of sun. Grant, is is it where you have yours in full sun? Yeah, uh, it's on the east side, so okay. it's getting it's getting major heat in the morning, and uh, perfect. You really have to water it a lot, like uh, like it'll take a lot of water and just grows like crazy. So awesome, awesome. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for sharing, Grant. Right on. Have a good one. You too. Take care, bud. Bye bye. All right, we're wrapped for time. We got a bit of time. I'm going to go to Brian. Good morning, Brian. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. How can I help you? So I was just thinking back to some of the comments about, um, say, like veggies and fruit plants and starting. Um, some of the packets I was reading say, if you can, like plant six to eight weeks before the frost or direct so. Yeah. And um, I put in one of your... Um, your cold frames a couple weeks ago. Okay. So the top few inches are warmer and loose. Yeah. Um, is it appropriate to plant in that in the coming weeks if the packets say to plant? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Obviously, the other side of my fence that doesn't have them is still a solid rock. Yeah. No, that makes a big difference. You're creating a microclimate there. Um, absolutely. No, I've done that in a few cold frames where I've covered garden areas, and what it does, it, it warms the soil up. Even if if you have an area that isn't under a greenhouse, and this is for you and for other listeners, is those little mini row covers that you can get that yep. look like a little mini greenhouse. You just lay those out in full rows. And that, that'll just heat that row up, and then you can seed in there usually a week or so after you put those out. So, Awesome. And then small secondary question. I saw a video about planting beets. Yeah. And just wasn't sure, like, I guess each of those clusters has several seeds, but they're not always the best at um, growing. So someone had said if you plant four um, or grow a bunch of seeds in those um, little pod starters. Yeah. Um, and then just plant them close together, and they'll naturally push away from each other? Or is it best just to do a traditional plant a seed every couple inches? Or every yeah, wherever inches. possible. I like to do it the traditional way. Yeah. Yeah, and then on some of the plants where they have the tiny, tiny little seeds, some of the seed tape is good. But if you're just careful, like same with carrots, I see more carrot seed get wasted because it's just, it's so tiny, and yep. you end up having to thin it out. So it's I find it's better... Honestly, like you were just saying, just spread them out. Just be sparingly with your seed if you have good soil. And and if you're watering properly, you're going to get good germination off those if you're using a good quality seed to start with. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, Brian. Take care, bud. Bye-bye. All right. And I'm going to go to John. Good morning, John. 
Good morning. How are you this morning? Good, good. How can I help you? Good. We, we have a few slugs in our yard. Not a few. We have hundreds of slugs. We've tried eggshells, different things, salt, trying to kill them. But we use an alyssum for an aborter. Yeah. And our potatoes, they seem to really love potatoes. <laughs> yeah, they do. And they like alyssum for some reason. Because usually they don't, they don't have that big of a plant. So it's just kind of weird that they like them so much. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. Um, the, I guess one of the thing is, do you have water hitting the leaves quite a bit? Like, do your sprinklers, are they spraying, like, upwards a lot? No, not really, no. Okay, because that's typically when they, if you have a moisture area, that, that will bring along a lot of slugs. We do have the slug bait, and I'm just trying to remember, someone told me a self-remedy the other day, and I and it sounded good, but I I can't remember. I'll I'll remember, and I'll I'll put it. I'll talk about it next week. But we do have those slug bait stations that you can use. Uh huh. Okay. And and they actually work really quite well. And uh, it's just it's just a matter of trying to not water the foliage as much as well, and and just let things dry out maybe a little bit more as. Oh, I see. Do they live in the ground? Do they dig holes or? Yeah, they come out of the ground. They're, they're winterized down there, so. Oh, okay. All right. We shall try the slug bait. Sounds good. Good luck. All right. Thank you very much. For Thanks, John. Bye bye. All right. I'm going to take a break for a few commercials. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coombs, and I'm going to go down to Wayne in Turner Valley. Good morning, Wayne. Good morning. How can I help you? Uh, well, I had uh, I have about a thousand square foot little potato garden. Yep. And uh, it, the soil was quite hard, and uh, so it was hard to dig into it and stuff. So, so I added a bunch of horse manure to it. Okay, was it raw manure or? Well, it was from around a feeder, so How, yeah. So, so it was it was pretty concentrated. Yeah, was that last fall or? No, that was uh, that would have been the fall before. Okay. So, and then um, and it was nice, nice soil and everything. I I rode it tilted in good and everything. Yep. And then the potatoes just came up like a little, almost like a little, little fern fiddlehead. Yeah. I got no plants at all. Nothing yeah. grew. It was too, too rich. Yeah. Potatoes don't like it. So is this maybe just too much of a good thing? So again, rotor till that in really well. And you might even just want to add, um, really, I wouldn't add any, even if you can just get some straight soil in there. Potatoes are the one that don't like that like lots of organic matter. Yeah, so I had, so I, I got one of those little test kits, and the the nitrogen was fairly high, but the potassium was really high. Yeah, so you just need more of the middle number. You need the phosphate. Okay, so what I did is I took my bobcat and dug yeah. probably eight or ten inches of that soil out of there. Okay, and got rid of it, and then I just hauled some uh, topsoil in there. Yeah. And then I got about half of the garden. I, the the canabacks came up good, but the yellow potatoes and the red potatoes didn't do very well at all the next year. Huh. So I'm just wondering what I should I should I add like some different kinds of soil to the top of that, or what I, should I grind in there? I to be honest, I would just concentrate more on like you could try like some of that like a big yellow bag or like a you don't want to add a lot of compost into it though this is a thousand square feet so yeah so that's a hundred yeah it's a it's a lot so we we also have the garden you can buy it in bulk like we have it in bulk in our at the garden center okay 
We have the same stuff that we get from them in our in our bulk bins. And I got one of those dump trailers, so yeah. I can just go over there. And... Yeah, you can just come down to Spruce, and we'll load you right up, and, and then you can just dump it in, and that's a lot easier than a bunch of those bags. So. Um, that's what I would do. Yeah, uh, I, just, again, I got some topsoil, but I don't think it was all that great, the topsoil. Like, it was a little bit kind of like, it wasn't real nice and black. It had kind of a brown. Yeah, that's Calgary thing. soil, Calgary area soil, though. We have lots of hot clay content. Yeah. Again, I think just with some of that garden mix, you'll be fine. You might even want to look at adding a few bags of our lawn fertilizer in there, that 16326, because that'll build the phosphate up for you. So if I, when I go down there to load that up, they'll tell me what. Yeah, you can just ask for, just say, the Green It Up lawn fertilizer. And on that, one or two bags will be enough. You can just mix that right into the soil, rototill it in, and then you're just going to be feeding all summer long. Okay, well, I'll try that. I don't know if you remember me, but I was the guy who used to live next to your spruce up there. Yeah. I had a bunch of equipment there, and yeah. I lent you a sleigh. Yeah. You still got that sleigh? Absolutely. Santa's <laughs> in it every year. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Okay, well, I'll, uh, that's what I'll do, Mel. Thanks a lot for your help. All right, take care, Wayne. Okay, Bye-bye. All right. And I think that's going to be it for today. I'm going to, I'll talk to Richard and Lucille on, off the air if you guys want to wait. I will be more than happy to take your calls. And Joanna's answering the text as we go. Again, uh, we are trying to flatten the curve so you can check us out online, www.siugc.ca. Stay safe, everybody. Wash your hands. I know you hear that from everybody, but might as well hear it from me as well. And uh, let's beat this thing. We got it. All right. Till next week, you're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR.